and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 337 for Patch 7.1. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. And this is Root, coming up here in episode number 337 of HearthCast, making Blizzard games more social, and one player's personal Blizzard band story. This podcast is made possible through the kind support of our Patreons. To find out more about Root, myself, and the excellence in podcast studio, just head on over to patreon.com slash EIPS. We thank you in advance. So... Hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Roots. How are you? Um, I'm a little disappointed in your in your asking me. How was your week in uh, the Blizzard universe? I'm kidding. <laughs> hey there, Freckleface. All right, can we find like a setting like in the middle? <laughs> hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Roots. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week in the Blizzard universe? Uh, it was a pretty good week. Uh, did a lot of fast games and hots, you know, trying to get that um, uh, monthly quest done. There's monthly quests and hots? No, it's not a monthly quest. Uh, uh, what I meant was... There's quests and hots? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an know. event thing that we have uh, basically until January to do. Oh, that thing. Yeah, the uh, play with friends. Yeah, it's yeah. a quest. I had no idea. It counts as a quest, yeah. Uh, all right. And I uh, made some progress on that. And I'm working on the Order Hall campaign on my mage. Haven't played her very much, um, and she's on the step that requires her to go into Suramar City. Oh, okay. But I was like, well, I can't just go in there, I'll just die. So I need to go through the process of unlocking it and get Thalrissa oh, set up yeah. and that whole thing and get my mask so I you, can go. You get me so confused, I thought you were talking about your hunter, and I'm like, wait a minute, we've done this, we've done this, this is all. No, I know, I did that on my hunter, and now i got to do my mage. Yeah, okay. It's a yeah. whole different storyline. Yeah, yeah, true. So I had to um, yeah, go through the process of getting uh, Suramar unlocked, you know, yeah. get the base set up and expand it yep. and add people to it and all that stuff. And um, it's just very odd because I'm going through the process of sneaking around Suramar City. What? But, An illusion? Yeah. Like I'm at, the, I'm at the party that you first go to where you yeah. get the mask, yep, which yep. doesn't work in the part of Suramar City where I need to go to the quest. Oh, bummer. So I'm like, oh, I got to come back into it later. But the odd part is sneaking into the city when, like, Taranda and, like, the other Alliance leaders are, like, camped out right outside. <laughs> right. And, like, and that was just the change of the patch, you know. Now it's, like, things are moving forward, so now they're getting ready oh, Okay, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm like, yeah. Well, So it's not, but, like, phased for you for the old no, content. No, 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 it's not. It's yeah. Not, it's just odd. And, um, yeah, so just enjoying doing that. How about you? Well, I'm well settled into my pattern of getting up early in the morning and uh, farming uh, for ancient mana. And maybe one or two world quests. And uh, that's really been just in that pattern. Flipping ancient mana, getting ancient mana. And uh, basically I get enough to go do the army. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. I didn't like it at first. Uh, but now I like it. The withered army training? Yeah, the withered army training. Because yeah. I'm getting like bonuses and stuff. Like I can, I can make one of them a champion. And I have like a healing potion for them. So it's like I'm getting more stuff to go do more of that to prolong it. And so it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. I do like how you make progression in that. 
And um, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I can open up the right-hand side door. Oh, right, yeah. Because you need two yeah. berserkers, only have uh, one. Not there yet either. Yeah. But I'm getting there. That's, I call him a champion. I guess it's a right. berserker. Right. Have you gotten all the treasure chests? Um, I've gotten a lot of them. Yeah. I think it's neat. Like, you know, you, you sacrifice some of your, your army to carry out the chest. But then once you're done, it's there waiting for you. That's, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. just neat. Like, it's oh, cool. yeah. It's a lot bigger out there than it was inside, too. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first started doing that quest, um, I went down the first tunnel, went to the open room. And then I was like, I could see on the map I needed to go down, but there was these bars blocking my way. Okay. I'm like, well, that's stupid. So for like three or four days, I would just go down to the tunnel into the room, that one room. Kill everything in there and go. I, I guess I'm done. <laughs> it took me a while Nothing to notice. Left. Yeah, it took me a while to notice that hole in the wall. Yeah, that goes the down. rest of the way yep, down. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So derp on me. That's all right though. Yeah, yeah. I got in a situation the other day where I, I know I had to backtrack. I still had an army left, but nothing to kill for a while. I was like, this is really bizarre because nothing's respawning. And then I found like a little pocket. I'm like, oh, okay. Got to go over here now. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of that, you know, I'm kind of failing in any of my other endeavors on Blizzard title games. Oh. Uh, yeah. No Overwatch? No Overwatch. Although, today at work, uh, towards the end of the day, a, a guy came up and asked me if I'd ever heard of, over, of Overwatch. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just one video game of the year. Yes, it did, which I voted for, and everybody asked me why I was voting for that on Twitter. It was it had absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the chance on winning something at all. No, never. No, no, no. <laughs> no, so the guy, came, his son is into it, and uh, apparently he's asking for a computer upgrade for Christmas and some other things. So I shared it with him, which we've had shared here on the show before, you know, where to go check, you know, will my computer play that, and... So we're doing that, and I, you know, giving him some advice about what Overwatch because he's trying to compare Overwatch to uh, Counter Strike and some other first-person shooters. Shooters, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, not at all. Yeah, Team Fortress basically, but or Team Fortress Two, TF Two, is the closest thing to it. But you know, do not compare it to like CS:GO or anything else. It's not a, it's not a really a first-person shooter. While it is, it's much more than that. Uh, so we think possibly. Friday. Friday's kind of like, I don't want to call it a free day at work, but it's we're having our holiday party. Oh, okay. So I might br- either bring in uh, my computer from home or just uh, log into it via Splashtop and play some Overwatch that way. But I kind of think I may want to bring it in because he's not going to get the full effect playing through Splashtop. No, not really. So yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be as fluid as it would be. So I'm thinking about bringing my computer in on Friday to work, setting it up. So we'll see. It'll be fun. I'll, I'll let you know how that goes because, yeah. Awesome. Now, the weird part about that is the guy he asked me happens to be the guy that I uh, I selected for Secret Santa. So Nice. I don't think he's got me, but it was just weird him asking me that. I was like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like a little hint, hint there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and- yeah. Hey, you and I, Freck, uh, we went to the uh, Florida Fireside Gathering for Hearthstone on the 10th, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was. Uh, it, was it happens every year right around this time. We have a big toy drive, invite a bunch of people. Of course, you know, it's open to the public. Had a tournament. It was smaller, 30 some odd people in the tournament. I think we had about close to 50 people there total. 
There's like 30 RSVPs and people just kind of showed up as they usually do. Sure. But that really wasn't the highlight of the event. The toy drive, not the highlight of the event. What about the uh, the Murloc Yule Log that was playing on the TV? It was cool. Yeah. I liked it. Not the highlight of the event. What about the uh, Christmas decorations? Uh, those were neat. Uh, Amy does a fantastic job. She's got the eye for decorations, mm-hmm. and uh, those were fun to put together. But, yeah, not the highlight of the event. What about the quest log where people could play with, with uh, the people there and get a raffle ticket? That was awesome, which we didn't even mention the raffle. Uh, we had a raffle for prizes. Yeah. Not the highlight of the event. The quest log, not the highlight of the event. Having my buddy Skullfrack there, who came all the way from Daytona Beach, not the highlight of the event. But he did our logo. Yeah. He yeah. redid our logo. He did our caricatures of our characters. You know, Root and Freckleface there, the two goblins. Not the highlight of the event. No? His wife getting her card back in Hearthstone. Not the highlight of the event. Hmm. The dude who stopped in before work because his 13-year-old son wanted to come play Hearthstone with other people for the first time. Not the highlight of the event. Cuddles from the Game Case Show. He came all the way from Tampa to be there to play Hearthstone with other people, to talk streaming and to talk... Blizzard games and not the highlight of the event. Well, then what was it? It would have to be the inaugural celebration of Poopmas, Freckleface. <laughs> the overwhelming yeah. mm-hmm. stench of Poopmas. <laughs> yes, Christmas has Yule logs, Poopmas has other kinds <laughs> of logs. <laughs> Squinty eyes made it happen. This all started just way back when, when I found the worst gift you could possibly give somebody, which was a stuffed poop emoticon pillow, which I made you with your eyes closed, try to guess what was. And you appropriate. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You compared it to Kim Kardashian, which I thought was very appropriate. And then, of course, I followed that up with the second worst gift because I, I thought that was the worst gift you could give somebody. But I was wrong. I found a poop emoticon hat. Thus, the tradition of giving poop-related emoticon-ish gifts was uh, birthed into this world. <laughs> and we celebrated Poopmas, which has a lot of interesting traditions, which we started for the first time. <laughs> I think the 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 best tradition in Poopmas is only you get gifts. Yeah, and I get to wear pajamas the rest of the day. You know what? Power to you for that. I didn't think you'd do that, <laughs> really? but apparently those things were some comfortable poop pajama pants. Yeah, they're that comfortable. I'm just like tried them on. I was like, well, I'm not taking these off. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, everybody made the jokes. You of like, course, hey, of you course. got some poop on your pants. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's some pictures of that up on Twitter. Oh, yes. Um, since uh, people have been torturing me over Twitter, sending me links to things about <laughs> <laughs> links and pictures of poop things. So. Well, that is, that is uh, okay, you know, you've heard like the 12 days of Christmas. So you have to have your 12 yeah. weeks of poopmas. No, no, where, no, no, no. Where people no, just, stop. for the 12 weeks before poopmas, Make people. Make it worse. <laughs> You're well, blowing this up. No. It, You're well, making you, it much bigger than it should be. We kind of get backed up, see? Spreading. For the 
for the 12 weeks before poop mess, you get back up. a big mess. <laughs> I'm just piling on. Piling on. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming a big steaming pile. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you know, in all seriousness, we got we owe a special debt of of gratitude to Squinty Eyes for making this all happen. Uh, at least I do. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, uh, but it is now a tradition. It will happen. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. Poopmas uh, twenty seventeen. Mm, we'll see about that. Oh no, it's happening. We'll <laughs> he called it the poopening, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> So yeah, that's been uh, that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. Joining us now, as he does every Wednesday, past Poseidon's belt on the third Thursday of the second elliptical around. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> is none other than our good friend uh, Dead Guy. Dead Guy, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks. How about the both of you? Doing well, doing well. Well, Dad, you uh, apparently have quite the tale to tell, sir, uh, us uh, for us and our listeners, about a, an epic adventure that you have been on within our current expansion. Yes, yes. Uh, this was a, a little while ago, near the beginning of the expansion, but it was uh, something that I embarked upon, and I reaped the consequences that I sowed. I will definitely say that. Interesting. That that kind of sounds a little foreboding. Ooh. It was kind of supposed to, yeah. because in the end, it's the story of how I was banned for a little bit anyway. Banned for a little bit. Yeah, it was a two-week ban, not a perma-ban, so it was oh, more of a suspension. Two weeks. Yep. Man, what did you was do? What did I do? Well, let's see. I got to set the stage for you. Okay. Right. At first, what happened is I was running around in Suramar, uh, just exploring, looking for mineral nodes, seeing what all I could find, because this was still completely new content to me. What I ended up finding was a group of people in a cave in Felsohold, surrounded by approximately a million basilisk corpses. Approximately a million. Yes, that's so just, a little bit of hyperbole. Just right. there. You know how you, you estimate that? Uh, no, I don't. You count the legs and divide by six. Because mm, that's an estimation, <laughs> not you know, an exact number. No, that's how you how you count cows in the field too. You count their legs and divide by four. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, math lesson aside. <laughs> All right. So, an extraordinary amount of basilisk corpse. Yes. And what I noticed is that more kept spawning way faster than they should be. And in fact, they were a specific variety of basilisk called fell slate basilisk, which if you're not a miner, you probably wouldn't know. But if you are a miner, you love them. Yes, I have a miner. Yes. If you're not a miner, you would probably not know what uh, where they come from. Chance on mining any fell slate deposit of any variety to spawn a fell slate basilisk, which on death drops around 10 more fell slate. It's basically a nice, a nice bonus to you when you're mining for fell slate. So I saw all these people. A lot of them were recasting the mining skill over and over. There were fell slate basilisks spawning over and over, and everybody was killing them and looting them. I was like, 
I have no idea what's going on here, but I know I want in on this because at that point, Fell Slate was worth a ton. I think it was like 60 gold a piece. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, I want in on this. So because I didn't actually know what was going on, I started trying to mine some corpses and I would click on them and I'd mine them and I wouldn't get anything. But the corpse didn't despawn. And I was like, what? And then... Uh, you Since you know, in Legion, they added the multi-tap rule. Everybody, any normal mob can be tapped by five separate people of the same faction. So I would just AOE those basilisks as they spawn to earn loot rights to them, right? Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah. So I was getting some loot from them. I was getting a decent amount of Felslate. Uh, I ended up having to go to go walk my kid to school. but when I And when I came back, this group was gone, and I was very sad. Because I still didn't know what was going on, and I didn't know how to do it myself. I just wanted to reap the benefits. <laughs> so what I ended up doing was running around this area looking for other people to see if anyone else was doing something here. And I found a couple people. One in particular was a paladin. I don't remember his name. It's been too long. Talked to him, and he explained to me what was going on. And this is the point where I should have gone, aha, this is bad. I should stop. But you, apparently you didn't at this point, right? No, I didn't. Uh, he explained to me that it was a bug involving how ancient mana as a currency interacted with corpses despawning when consumed for mining. What right, happened? Kind of specific, Someone yeah. who is full on ancient mana would go to a fell slate or fell slate or laystone, but the fell slate was the more profitable one. Would go to a fell slate basilisk corpse and mine it. If it dropped ancient mana, the corpse would not despawn, but it would count as though it was looted for the purposes of letting other people mine it. So, uh, people, other people could come up and mine it, and the corpse would never despawn. Now, at first, this doesn't sound like it would be profitable, because what the bug didn't do is cause it to drop more loot when mined, so that person two, three, four, etc., etc., down the line didn't get anything from mining it. So you're like, okay, this is a bug, but there's nothing to be had here, except for how you spawn Felslate Basilis. It was a decent spawn chance on casting mining, the ability mining, on any Felslate deposit which includes Felslate Basilisk corpses. Gotcha. So people would just sit there, spam mining the corpse, uh, which cost them nothing and only took like a second and a half for each cast bar. Uh, and like once every 10 mines, you would spawn a Felslate Basilisk, which would give you 10 Felslate ore per person. So you, you are racking up the Felslate ore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At this point is when I should have gone, ah, this is clearly a bug and not just some sort of shenanigans like there has been with other things as X-Back, like Kazumoth Orb, how crazy it is to earn the right to loot Kazumoth. I thought there might be something that crazy going on. I didn't know at first. But at this point is when I should have stopped and gone, bug, I need to leave. But I didn't. And instead, I got four other people involved. So your inner <laughs> goblin takes over. Oh, yes. <laughs> I got four other people involved. Uh, let's see. I think it was three people from my guild on Illidan and my brother. And we were all just going ham, crazy, mining like crazy, racking in fell slate after fell slate after fell slate. I made a quarter of a million gold in like a day and a half of just fell slate. <laughs> okay, when well you said he made that much gold, so you were getting the fell slate and then putting it right up on the auction house. 
Yes, uh, that character and none of my characters on that server have any use for ore. Sure. So it wasn't like I was farming it for a profession. I was just farming it to sell on the AH, correct. And yeah, I made a quarter of a million gold in like 18 hours. Uh, And then I noticed the bug stopped working, and I was very sad. I was like, oh, they fixed it. And a week and a half went by and nothing happened. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they're not going to ban anyone for this because this is – I thought this was my rationale at the time. This was stuff you could do in-game without hacking or any tools. So I thought they weren't going to ban anybody. They were just going to fix the problem and let it go. I was wrong. I got slapped with a ban right in the middle of questing with my wife. Oh, just got logged out. Yep. And it said this account has been suspended. I went and got the email. I read it up, and uh, there. Uh, truth be told, I was banned for two weeks, and I was not happy about it. Not completely unexpected, but I wasn't happy about it. What makes this even better is while we were doing this bug, there was a person who came up to us and said, hey, what you're doing is exploited. You should stop. And we tried to justify it to them and to ourselves. And we even tried to do a CYA of, yeah, we're going to use this bug, but we'll tell Blizzard so that they fix it faster. And we reported it and still kept using it. (laughs) He reported it in the middle of you doing it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, guys. uh, Your ATM is giving out free money. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Even more real. I mean, this actually happened this week where uh, this group of guys were going to go rob this restaurant. And their phone butt dialed nine one one while they're discussing their plans to go rob the restaurant where the chief of police just happened to be having dinner. Wow, that is amazing. So, but, you know, but man, we let y'all know we was coming. Wow, wow. And I thought I was doing some pretty impressive mental gymnastics. No, no, what you were doing were very. I mean, but you know. I can't fault you because I would probably try to justify it that way myself. And I think the majority of us, you know, it's easy to look back and go, oh, well, you should have known. But we weren't there. That's true. I mean, I can't say that I've never taken advantage of a bug. Neither can I. Because <laughs> um, back when they had that bug with the Tolvir um, fragments, which is the one that helps you get the mount and the pets from archaeology. Right, with the zoning thing or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. zoning thing where you had a particular item in your bag and you would go from Oldham to the zone above it and then come back. It would reshift around all your dig sites, which meant that, yeah, you still had a dig for what you're looking for, which is still rare, but you always had the Tolvier archaeology up instead of having to go dig and, you know, make that disappear so that it, it has a chance uh, yeah. to appear, you know. And then, uh, I don't know, you and I might have a couple tunes that uh, got a lot of levels very fast while oh, standing yes. in, was it Fireland? Uh, Molten, Molten Front. Molten Front, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I was there with you with that, I think. Yeah, I no, think you I never... that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both uh, got a, a couple different tunes leveled very fast. I think the statute of limitations has expired on that one. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. The, the best thing with that was dead guys like, just stand here, slash dance, do whatever, go make a sandwich, come back later. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you gained like 60 levels while AFK for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. There was a bug recently that had to do with artifact power that people were getting it just like way higher than they should have. Uh, What happened actually is it never actually procced on American servers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it's just because the right situation hadn't happened yet in terms of uh, the random distribution of world quests. 
Uh, it actually prop popped up in EU first. And what happened is there was this world quest that rewarded artifact power that if you left the subzone and came back, it would pop up again. Uh, who respawn the same world quest? You just go kill another 15 people and get the same artifact yes. power. So what would happen is there would be farming groups of five people that would come in, kill the mobs super quick, zone out, come right back. And it was just like bing, 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 yeah. bing, 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 and they got tons of artifact power. So and they got suspended too. Well, yes. well, some people did. I know they weren't able to um, punish everyone who participated in that. There was a cutoff point where if you earned like a million or something above from that, then you got punished. But if you didn't, then you know you're okay. You're on the radar, I guess. Their justification was they didn't want to punish people who just incidentally did the world quest multiple times without realizing it. Mm -hmm. Like someone said an anecdotal story of they did the world quest in the morning, uh, came home. Uh, at, when they got home after work, they played a bit, did the world quest again. Before they went to bed, they did the world quest again. And it wasn't until the third time that they went, wait a minute. Because they were just going through the map doing the world quests. They, weren't, they, didn't, they hadn't even noticed it yet, at least according to their story. Yeah, I mean, I think is, I would notice, three times. but right. Well, I'm sure there's people who did it more than three times they get, that didn't get banned, but so right. like, I'm of the opinion that number one, don't cheat. Number two, if you're going to cheat, only cheat a little bit. <laughs> 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 number, so you can claim it was a misunderstanding, you know, just don't, just don't push, don't push your luck. You right. know, gra grab the 20 that's laying on the ground. Don't go knocking people over for, you know, hundreds. Right. Um. Number three, if you if you do cheat a lot, don't put anything up on the auction house because I also think that triggers people getting flagged easily. It might. It might. Something I found interesting, though, was uh, none of my gold was taken away after my band was up. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. interesting. Now, I do use, like, an auction house alt to do my actual auctions. I don't do it on the character that exploited the bug. So what, like, the in-game record showed was that all of my fell slate was mailed away to a different tune, and then that uh, that tune later mailed back to my main a giant pile of gold. Which, I mean, I can understand. That, see, here's the thing. It's all a numbers game. Blizzard can easily tell who mined a certain, you know, looted area, corpse, whatever. They They know who cheated. Yes. They know who took advantage of the exploit. Past that, could they dig down and figure out what happened? Absolutely. Do they want to burn the resources on that? That's true. Trying to figure out what you legitimately sold on the auction house versus what fell slate you already had. Is it that important? Yeah. Yeah. One other thing I did do is uh, during my ban, I tried to appeal it. Not that I shouldn't be banned at all because the reasoning was solid and I had nothing to argue of. I didn't do it. I clearly did. I'm not going to lie like that. Basically saying, hey, I get it. I screwed up. Take away the gold. I understand it should be banned. Can you reduce my ban? Not take it away. Reduce it. Because I think two weeks is excessive for what I actually did. And they told me tough luck, which is absolutely right. It's their game, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. I'm not arguing with that. I just did not I did not agree with their decision, but I have no standing to argue with it. Sure. Their game, they make the rules. You know, they're the, the keepers of the hen house, so to speak. And there was actually two more bugs since then that I personally noticed. Uh, one I ran away for, screaming from, and another one, it was <laughs> a... Uh, I cheated a little bit not knowing it was a bug and got away with it probably because I don't think I abused it and I didn't know it at the time. The first one was, okay, so you know ancient mana from Suramar. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, ancient mana lootable objects such as the lay flowers or like the twice fortified arc wine or what have you in Suramar City. Yep. What would happen is someone would kneel down to loot it. And so long as they never actually took the mana, an arbitrary number of people could come and loot that same node and it would never despawn. Okay, so if they took off auto loot, kneel down, the window pops up, they just don't take it. Or if they were already full on ancient mana and they looted everything yeah. else but the well, ancient no, you, mana. You could, well, you're getting an item, so you could still loot the item. You just wouldn't be able to use it. Uh, it doesn't have any items. It's those those nodes are just ancient mana. Yeah, it's just the count. Oh, yeah, it oh, okay. goes to your currency count, and if you're full, then... well, the arc wine. No, no. There's a specific lootable object called twice fortified arc wine. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a purple bottle on the ground. You right click on it, you get somewhere between fifty and one hundred and ninety mana, or something like that. All right. Well, in that case, if you're not looting an object, then how do you kneel down and not take the mana? Oh, no. There's a physical object you click on. Yes, there's no items that enter your inventory is what I was trying to say. Right. The only thing in the loot window is a currency that when looted goes straight to your currency tab. Gotcha. Gotcha. So still does the process of a loot, just not an object. Yes. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. So there was a bug that people are getting basically infinite ancient mana or just more than they should have? Well, I don't know. It wasn't like easily exploited, and it's not like ancient mana is that hard to get anyway. So I don't think that one was a big deal. But I very definitely went. Nope, not even thinking about it. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> like I did not enjoy the two weeks off. Uh, I'm good. Yes. The other one that I encountered that I did take make use of that because I didn't realize what was going on. So you know how. You have your order hall. You have your order hall talents that let you do get special things from your order hall. One of these things for many cha- many classes, but not all, is you get an ability to start work orders consuming order hall resources in order to produce equipment for your followers. Yep. Yes. Okay. Warrior has it. Demon hunter has it. I don't hunter know who has all has it. it. I think everybody's got that Probably one. everyone has it. I think it, everyone's yeah. got that one. Okay. From there... What happened is I changed my order hall talent because my champions were pretty well geared out, and I wanted to try and get the rare drop from the other one in the warrior order hall. It, it leads to a toy. So I switched out of it. The NPC in my order hall that you would talk to in order to start work orders left. Bye. But the place where my work orders to be picked up, the ones that I already placed, was still there, allowing me to pick up my work orders so that my... uh. 200 or whatever order hall resources I'd spent didn't just evaporate. All right, gotcha. The bug was with the mobile app. The mobile app, all it seemed to see was the fact that I had a queue up for champion equipment and allowed me to keep placing orders. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I think I did notice that because I I hit the same spot where I was like, well, I don't need this talent anymore because, you know, you only have so many followers. Yeah. So at some point you stop running out of the need for the equipment. Mm-hmm. So I'd switched off of it, and then I was like, "Well, I can still place orders through the app. This is weird." But yep, yeah, that was a bug that they eventually fixed. But it's not super giving anyone an advantage that much. Yeah, because the super rare champion equipment is super rare, and that only allowed you to fish for it like once every eight hours. So it wasn't like a huge boon. And the super rare champion equipment, all it really does is give you a little bit more success chance on missions, or in my opinion, the better one is uh, like 100 gold on, uh, no, not 100, 50 gold on world quest completion. Yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, I'm jelly because I would like that one. 
I'll mail anyway. it over to you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that soulbound stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a but yeah, this uh, definitely that. changed my opinion on what I will do if I see things that are suspected bugs. It's uh, no, 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 and no. In, in that order? Away. Yes, in that order. <laughs> you sure the uh, no doesn't come before the uh, no? Uh, yes, I'm quite sure. <laughs> what about nah to the ah to the no, no, no? Whoa. What? I couldn't even follow that. <laughs> Sorry, doing a little Megan Trainer, which I should not do on this show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Or uh, or off this show, just for, no. the, for the record. <laughs> Fair enough. So there is actually one other thing I wanted to talk to you about that was just fun for me. Okay. Sure. Uh, I got probably the luckiest I've ever gotten in WoW this past week. I could not believe it. What'd you get? Did you get a rare mount? Uh, I got two. Whoa. Two. Throne of Thunder. I only did it on three total characters that week. I got both mounts. Ooh. Nice. Which one are those? Uh, the, the Clutch the of Jeekoon oh. and the Spawn of Horadon. Oh. And now I am officially done. Done with, with everything. Instance mounts. Instance mounts. Wow. Until the next patch. Uh, yeah, well, I don't have the Gul'dan mount, obviously, but Wad and Before, all currently obtainable instance mounts, I have them all. That's Good nice, grief. dude. That's, That's cool. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, I was like, wow. You need, wow. like, a special title for that. Obsessed. <laughs> yeah, because I love my mounts. Uh, on my Paladin, my mount count is, like, 342 now. It's a lot of mounts. You should petition for the uh, title, The Grinder. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. that might get confused with that uh, that one app that might get uh, awkward. Well, that's true. Or the TV show <laughs> with Rob Lowe and Ben Savage. Okay. So. And actually, before this show, I was working on another mount. Though this one's not a rare chance. It's the leatherworking mount from the sex pack. Okay. And I'm just trying to get enough stone hide leather to get to max leatherworking because I require max leatherworking in order to learn the recipe Wait, in order to make the mount. What is a leatherworking mount? What does it look like? Uh, it's a moose, except it's white. Oh. It's a white it actually is not very inspired. It, so you can't like, ride a moose mounts. unless you're a leatherworker? This particular moose, yeah. You cannot ride it unless you're a leatherworker. And I think you can only ride it if you have leatherworking 800. Oh. Yeah, That's a and it doesn't moves. even look that good, in my opinion. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. All right, so, Dad, what do you think, uh, overall, uh, was your lesson learned with your two-week uh, suspension from World of Warcraft? Was it all Blizzard games, though? So, so, right? It was all of them? No, it was just WoW. Okay, just WoW. All right, so what all, was you? And it was only that WoW license. My other WoW license, I could still log into the starter edition. Ah. Oh. Uh, but, all right, well, the question is still valid and fair. What's your biggest lesson learned? Uh, let's see. Don't announce what I'm doing to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Don't punt out 911. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, once I know it's a bug, uh, to run away screaming. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And if you just think it's one, it's probably safest to run away screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Blizzard goes, no, no, that's working as intended. And then you go take advantage of it. <laughs> Yes, but by then I've missed the rush and therefore lose out on all the benefit. QQ. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you know, it's just one of those weird things. It's a gamble sometimes. That's very true. Well, Doug, I want to thank you for coming on the show tonight. Always appreciate Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, I always appreciate your uh, insight and wisdom. 
Blizzard games have gone through a lot of changes over the years. You know, when you and I first started playing, we could only talk to each other when we were playing on the same faction on the same realm in Warcraft. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that in a while, but you're yeah. very right. Yeah. So we've gone from that to, you know, this whole Battle.net system, which keeps people connected regardless of what game they're playing. Aren't we supposed to call it Blizzard Tech now? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't think Battle.net is going to die for a while, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all call it what you want. It's Battle.net. Bnet. Yeah, right, right. Because B-Tech doesn't sound as cool as Bnet. Because we don't like change. Yeah. Yeah, bring back the old Uber logo. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like change, but we're going to uh, tell you to change some stuff now, Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like change. Here's some suggestions <laughs> of how you can change. Blizzard has definitely made a lot of progress in adding tons of features to their games, to the chat system, to make it more sociable, to make it easier for us to connect to each other. But, you know, we're always looking at what else can Blizzard do? You know, what other features can they add or tweak to make it even easier to help us play with friends? Now, in WoW, they recently just introduced the fact that you can uh, quick join somebody else's queue. Yeah. Now, that is really cool. Now, here's the thing. I didn't realize uh, this was a new feature until I had to run one of my tunes without my Pratt add-on. Because that's my chat replacement thing, and it, it has a bit more features to it. And one day it was just giving me bugs, and I um, reloaded without it. And all of a sudden, I'm getting all these pop-up messages oh, wow. saying this person is queued for this, and it's not names I recognized. But what I realized that happened is they added in a quick join option, which means, you know, Root, you were in a queue, you know, I'm not online, you're online, you, you uh, sign up for an LFR. Yep, 24-minute queue. Thank you. Right, and then five minutes later, I jump online, I see you're in queue, I just join your queue, instead of what we had to do before, where if I invited you to a group... It would just drop you from the queue. Yeah, we drop me, or or we'd have to drop the queue and then join together. Yeah, it was just yeah, yeah. Requeue basically. Yeah. So the quick join is awesome. However, if you don't have something in your UI that changes it, like an um, a third party add on, it does a pop up every single time someone on your friends list or in your guild queues for anything. Yeah, that's a little much. And uh, if you're like me and sometimes you just join big guilds just to have the guild perks and you're not really interested in grouping up as much as you are, just, you know, want to be part of the chat, then those constant toasts can be very obnoxious. Yeah. And there's no way in the default settings to turn off the toast or even just to specify, hey, I only want to see this from my friends or I only want to see this from my favorites. Yeah, so there needs to be something in there, because you don't want to know that every time Dick and Harry's doing something. No. But you would want to know if, for instance, I joined a queue for, let's say, uh, a time-walking dungeon. And you could say, oh, wait, I could go do a time-walking dungeon. You'd want to join my queue real quick. And so that's cool. But again, it's a signal-to-noise ratio. If exactly. It's, if it's too much, you just don't pay attention to you it. You just know, turn, turn it, it off. That's what right. I do. Yeah. And uh, just a quick tip, if this annoys you, I use the add-on Move Anything, and I just hide it. Just turn it off, yeah, Yeah. altogether. Yeah. One of the things that I'd like to see, and this kind of goes across a lot of the titles like HOTS and Overwatch, 
is uh, kind of like a, a persistent play notification. In Hots, and this is, you know, and I have experience with with Hots and Overwatch, the, the chat for me goes by so fast. I'm not paying attention to it. I even have that problem in WoW. I don't pay attention to chat. I use an add-on called WIM, W-I-M, which puts up little pop-up windows that I can move all around the screen in WoW for somebody's message when they message me. That's the only way I pay attention to it. But otherwise, chat just scrolls by too fast, and I, I just, out of sight, out of mind, I don't pay attention to it. So if I see someone go, hey, I, I want to... You know, if you get time after that match you're in, uh, let, let's get on and, and do you know, the next match together. I don't see that. So I would like something that comes up and kind of like, like if, if I'm in playing a match in HOTS and you wanted to play the next match with me, I'd want a notification that is persistent. Not something that is obtrusive or interrupting. It, I, just something that sits off in the corner out of the way. But I know that, hey, you want to play the next game with me. And I can be playing the game, but yeah, yeah, I know Freck wants to play. Cool, no problem. Next game, gotcha. Yeah, you're making that face, and that face is this is not without his problems, <laughs> which you're right. Well, it, if you add just a way to easily dismiss it, because I think it could get a little distracting. But um, also, I was going to say, you know, you have experience with HOTS and Overwatch, and I have experience more with HOTS and Hearthstone. And... What all three of those have in common is that you start a match and some people might be hanging out in the main menu, some people are in a match, but you can't either join up with or play against that person unless you're both in the main menu. Right. So some sort of thing where you can send a request to one of your friends that says like, hey, I'm interested in playing with you. And that way when they get done with their game they know to check for an invite or they know to send you an invite. And um, that happens a lot with Here's the Storm. A lot of times I'll log in and there's people on my friends list who are playing, but they're in the middle of a quick match and they're maybe 15 minutes into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if I whisper them, they're not going to see it. And if I start my own game, then maybe they uh, finish theirs maybe three minutes before I'm done with mine and they start another one. And then it's like constantly... You got to see. You keep missing each yeah. other, you know. And the same thing can happen with Hearthstone, where you might be interested in playing against another person, you know, but you can't challenge someone if they're already in the middle of the game. Vote to be cool for, you know, some sort of like um, message request that says, like, hey, when you're done, let's play. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit here, Freck, uh, to the old days of the actual arcade before it was just like a cheesy thing that you got tickets from and to go get really crummy toys it hasn't always been like that no no No? it used to be like the place to hang out it it was a huge social gathering now they had unwritten rules one of those rules was the quarter rule if you're playing a game this is the big boxes the big you know set boxes the big ones and you're playing pac-man or whatever if i come up and put a quarter on that game that means i got next now next can mean a lot of different things. If it's a single-person game and you lose, I'm next. If it is a two-player game, I'm the next challenger. I'm up. Whoever loses, I'm replacing them, and then I stay there until I'm defeated. Uh, Pool tables, same way. And this is still happening. These rules are still in place today. You go to a pool hall, that takes quarters for their tables. I don't recommend those. (laughs) Usually not the best tables. 
But you can go up to one, and, and normally it's like a 75 cents to a dollar, sometimes even more, to play a game of pool. All quarters. But if you just go up and put a quarter on that table, it means you got next game. And then you do. Yeah. So it's kind of like that same thing in the virtual sense is what we're talking about here with the toast notifications and the, hey, by the way, because here's the, if I'm playing, especially HOTS, 99.9% of the time you and I are playing HOTS together. As we get towards the end of a game, actually, I think it's like right when we're making the final push to the core, you start asking me, are you up for another one? Do you want to play another game? Because you know me. I'm just like, yeah. You're not a night person. If if we're having like if it was like a fun we just had we just kicked butt then I'm like yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but if it was kind of like eh, you know we just barely squeaked by in that one that one took a little longer and I mm-hmm. fought I'm just like eh. yeah now I know that before we start pushing the core you just happen to ask at that point in time I've already made up my mind now if I'm playing and I get a notification that says hey Freckleface wants to know if you want to play you know the next game I got a yes or no. Well, I'm halfway through the match. I can go and go, um, you know what? Yeah, I'll commit to another game. Or, you know what? I think it's time I need to log off, go to bed. No, I can just dismiss it. Okay. Or I can hit a little X and ignore it all together. <laughs> <laughs> it brings up a similar concern with the quick toast that if they are going to add something in the game that gives you a pop-up when you're playing, they should also add a way to disable that. Sure, absolutely. Some people yes. are cool with getting a pop-up in the middle. Other people just want to concentrate on what they're doing. Right. And once they're in the main menu, they see, oh, well, so-and-so is interested in playing with me. Right. Well, that's that's the second point. Yeah. That once you have finished your match, you want something that gets up in your face after you get all your accolades, like, hey, you did 0.3% better than the average person of your of your rank. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get to the main menu, you should have something, and then pops up and goes, oh, hey, buddy, by the way, don't forget, Freck is waiting to play with you. You go, oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, yeah. I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Short-term memory, I'm like, I'll play with you, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to play with Freck. <laughs> I'll forget. I'll just walk away. It's just being real. You know? <laughs> I, you know me. I'll forget. But to have that pop up, I mean, by the way, yeah, this is waiting. Oh, yeah, I was going to play yeah, the game with yeah. that person. So that is, a, that is the second point. I want a toast once I get to the main menu. That says, hey, you here's this queue you can join this waiting for you to join and play with, you know, join this party, do this whole thing. Because I think that is right now a, a drawback of the games is like you said, everybody gets out of sync. They're, they're don't think, well, geez, Frex got probably 20 minutes left. I'll get a game in and your game takes 25 minutes. And I'll go back to the main menu and you're already playing a game. And then we just do that all night. Yeah, that's tough. Now, it's not all about notifications. It's also about what interaction happens when you actually do start playing with a person. Now, we've talked about HOTS, and we've talked about Overwatch, and those you kind of join in the main menu. And we've kind of, we know about Hearthstone. You, you know, you both challenge each other before the game starts. But if you look at Diablo, and we're using this, I'm going to set this one on the pedestal. If I'm running around and I have my game set to public and I'm expect, expecting other people to join my game, when they join, they can teleport right to where I'm at. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really great. You know, then the, it tells you that your demons have increased. and you're this, Yeah, everything scales automatically to yeah. your group size. And now, you know, spawns of hell grow stronger, whatever it says. And uh, now you're playing with th- two or three people, and it's really fun. And then when they leave, it scales back down. It's a lot of fun that way. They've really done a good job with that. 
I think the other teams need to take a page from that, uh, in particular WoW. If I join WoW, well, if I log on, and I see that you're doing some kind of a world quest, I really would like the opportunity to quick join your area. You know, call it a teleport if you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're out doing something, you know, I, I hate it when people have to wait for me. You know, and it's just like, you could be out there, well, I want to start this world quest. Okay, give me five minutes to get to you. All right. Now, what are you going to do for five minutes when you're out in the field? You know, let me see if I got some mats or crafts or something. I don't know what you're going to do. But you got to wait. You're not doing what you need to be doing. And then I try to come to you, and then I get on the Eagle Flight Network on <sighs> accident. Jeez, you know, it's just, it's just the math. I know. And just, uh, uh. but a, a system like that, I, I'm, I'm very aware it could be abused. So there have to be mm-hmm. some kind of safety, you know, guards in there, safeguards in there rather. You know, maybe it's, you can use it once per 24 hours per tune or something like that. So it's not something you just abuse by, you know, someone getting in a really hard to get spot. It maybe can only be certain, you know, just there's some kind yeah, of, Yeah, maybe know, you some, can't teleport to someplace you haven't explored already. Right. Yeah. Or maybe it's even limited down to you get, you can't kind of like the flight master's whistle. You can get to the closest flight point by that person. Hmm. You know, something that's, yeah. you know, not, yeah. that's not going to be potentially abused. Right. But that will speed up the join process. Because I know in, in Diablo, you don't just go to where that person is. You're in the city. You're in whatever sanctuary you're in. And then you go to the teleporter, and then you teleport over. Or you just right-click on your character, and you teleport, rather. So, there's, I mean, there's different ways to get there. And I just think that WoW should take advantage of that and, and use that same methodology and get you in playing with your friends faster. And I know when you're playing with a friend, sometimes you want to maybe start a new tune together. And the barrier to that is, what if you can't agree on uh, the same race? Right, yeah. Now you're on opposite sides of the world. <laughs> Which we've done before. <laughs> yeah. And one of us had to wait, usually me, because you had mounts and knew where you were going. Well, you don't have mounts at level one. you got to run, yeah. take the boats. Or and some of us know have exactly the chauffeured Well, now you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, we definitely didn't. But yeah, I I get wanting to make the world big and not wanting to add a lot of shortcuts. Or don't want to have the way to abuse the system to be able to explore things you wouldn't be able to otherwise. Right. But... You know, the travel is such a barrier to socializing, and it doesn't need to be. And the fact that, that uh, it's been in the game before, and they took it away. You used to have to teleport to your friend. It's in there for when you're leveling, when you're doing the recruiter friend. It's yeah, in there it was for, that. for like a 60 days or so. And uh, yeah, and then the, something in my head reminded me that there used to be something you could teleport to people like your party's location before as well. And I mean, it's been there, and they've taken it out. Bring it back. Yes, the world is big and beautiful. Azeroth is a fantastic planet. We all love it, but we just want to play, not travel all the time. <laughs> and I, I don't think that all of these social uh, upgrades that we're talking about, I don't think that they're all limited to just the games. I think we have to look at the Blizzard Tech Battle.net client. For example, Freck, in the world of Warcraft, there is an add-on that allows you to classify... Well, it, it takes the classifications and the levels in your guild. You know, you can people have different ranks in your guild. It takes those levels and ranks in the guild and then does invites to the people within those levels and ranks. So, for instance, if you had uh, people you called your raid team and they were all a particular level, you can send out a mass invite to your raid team and then they all get an invite. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it makes it yeah. very, very fast. I, I would like to see that same idea. 
implemented in the Battle.net client. Hmm. Okay. So that I can quickly send an invitation to all of my friends. Like, let's say I'm going to go join HOTS. I'm in the Battle.net window for HOTS. And I can do a quick thing. Here are all my friends that I normally play with in HOTS. I mean, boom, send them all an invite and jump in the game. So save myself a little bit of time. And then it persists that group into the HOTS actual game. Well, who's setting the classification then? The end user. Okay. So me yeah. or whoever. Whoever's running that particular Battle.net client. So kind of like groups, um, like if you're doing a group chat, you know, like everyone from, you know, our Friday lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a group. Yeah, exact same same kind of concept. Make it, But it's a group invite. Hey, I'm going in and playing around the hots. If you'd like sure. to join me, click, you know, let's go. Yeah. Do you know what I would love to be seen in the Battle.net app? What's that? A calendar. You know, uh, out of a scale of 1 to 10, I think that's about an 11. Yeah. No, this be a calendar that's fully interactive. Like I say, these are the times I normally play, or would it be something more like these are the events that are going on in all the games? I would say works kind of like maybe a Facebook event where you can create an event and invite people. And then you have your own personal calendar of events that you're attending and in-game events that you can maybe filter to turn off or on. So what? So okay. So that's something where you would go look at the events that your friends are having. You could RSVP to go uh, on a Hots thing to go play Hots or to go. Yeah, yeah. uh, You can make an event um, open so that anyone can view it and sign up. Anybody in your friends list, you mean, or just anybody, anybody? Anybody friends list. All right. So friends list, you make an event, they can see it. Okay, Frex playing Hots tonight. I'm going to join that game. Yeah, or make it so that you're inviting specific people. Like you want to get your uh, party five together for HOTS and you say, hey, let's all play Tuesday at eight. Or you can say like, you know, just putting out there to the world, I'm going to play HOTS Friday at nine. Or I'm going to be doing LFR Saturday at 2 p.m. And people can plan ahead. And that's one thing that I really liked about Open Raid was being able to plan. Yeah, it's still there to a degree. You can still do that. Sure. But to have that same functionality... But with your Battle.net friends, that'd be so cool. Yeah, and a lot of people did that with uh, with Open Raid, where they would create a closed invitation only event, and they would run. In fact, they'd run their entire uh, guild a progression rating through Open Raid. They would do that. So, I mean, it's there. I'd like to see it in the Battle.net client as well. I agree with you. It's kind of a neat idea. Uh, I am horrible, horrible at. When I go into play WoW or any other game, I'm very horrible at asking somebody else if I can join their party. And it's one of those things, yes, it's a social game, but there are times that I, I, I'm anti, I'm not anti-social, but I you know, want to go, like, I think that's one of the reasons I like getting on at you know, 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. No, it and, makes sense because you, a lot of times you game to unwind. Yeah. And it can be more unwinding to be playing by yourself. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. I just it's like right now, some people like in the morning, well, I get up, I'll make my, myself a cup of coffee, I'll take it in front of the computer and I'll just, you know, that's my like, you know, 30 minutes chill time right there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then I'm like, all right, let me go deal with the day. So it's kind of cool. Now, while that is a absolutely fantastic idea, there are some things we need within the battle of the net client that we are by far not the first people to bring up. It's one of those things that when... Blizzard finally announces this at BlizzCon, people are just going to lose their minds. And that's more status modes. 
like, I don't know. We have busy. We have away. We have what available? Yeah, yeah. All right. Which available is normal. Away, I don't think it does anything in particular. It just, I, I guess it just kind of warns people. Yeah, you can like, a, hey, this person is probably not going to respond. Right, you know, gives them a little notice. Freck faces away. And right. yeah, and then they have a you're busy, which I've been playing around with. So if you set set yourself to busy um, through the Battle.net client, and then you're playing Hearthstone, it suppresses those pop ups that when someone's chatting you. Okay, it's I guess kind of nice. Well, it, it's good if you're playing on a desktop. But if you wanted to suppress pop-ups when you're solely playing on a mobile device, there's no way to do it. You'd oh, have really? to, yeah, you'd have to change it from the desktop, and then it won't show up on your mobile device. Well, That's weird. Uh, there's no, yeah, it's not consistent. Um, some more statuses. How about you know the big, a big elephant in the room? Invisible people want invisible. I want to be able to play and not let have anybody else know that I'm even online. There are just times you said you want to unwind. I want to go in here. I want to try something. Maybe, maybe I'm trying to do something to surprise somebody else because I want to go and I want to complete something or I want to go get a bunch of skins and give it to them or who knows what. Maybe I just want to be alone. Yeah. Or maybe you tell someone like, I'm going to go to bed, but you don't really want to go to bed. You just want to play Hearthstone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's legit. It's for whatever reason, you know, just, just, it's your time. Right. <laughs> right. So that's there. We don't really have to justify that. Everybody wants it. As soon as Blizzard announces that there's an invisible mode, people are just, they're going to lose their minds at BlizzCon. It's going to go crazy. It's going to be awesome. You hinted to and alluded to, and I think you even said pre-show, the mode that I think will come probably before invisible, and that is streaming. I think if you had a streaming mode, that would suppress all of your pop-up messages across the board so that when you're streaming, you don't get people sending you pop-up messages. Because sometimes, as we've seen, it can be rather embarrassing. Something a little private comes up or something you didn't mean to broadcast for whatever reason comes up and now is being broadcast to your entire streaming audience. So, yeah, no pop-up messages like that. Furthermore, you can actually have that auto-reply to somebody and say, hey, Freckleface is streaming. You can go check her out on, and then you put your URL. And so it could actually, <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. it would advertise yeah. for you. It's, it's a fantastic idea. And then if you wanted to, you could say, okay, this person, you know, you could have a little filter list of who can, you know, see that you are uh, streaming or who could actually talk to you while you're streaming. Now, I would also really like uh, the ability to uh, have those modes to be able to toggle individually, not just a blanket. You mean per person? Yep. Yeah. So if I just wanted to be invisible to like, I don't know, one person or two people or five <laughs> people, I'm like, I just want to be invisible to them. Mm, yeah. You know, I just need a break for the rest of the night from uh, these three guildies. They are, you know, <laughs> good night, guys, go to bed. And then you just play Hearthstone. Like <laughs> and those people, they, they don't know that I'm on. Yeah, that's interesting. So there is a feature that we used to have in Battle.net, and they took it away. And I'm still of the position that they need to bring it back. Apparently, it might be an unpopular opinion. And that is when you send a friend request, have the ability to send a message with it. Yeah, the spammers or the gold farmers and all that really uh, killed that one. That is a problem. I get that. Also, so this comes up in Hearthstone. 
you know, you're playing against somebody. You have no way to actually talk to them. You're just doing emotes, which doesn't really communicate anything. Well, it can very strongly communicate stuff. I learned new <laughs> terms while at the Hearthstone tournament. Oh, did you? Yeah, BM and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bad manners or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I learned all that, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Let's say you get into a match with um, somebody and it's really close and you end up beating them. So it's a good match. It's a good match and you get a friend request. That's iffy because they're either going to be really cool about it or yeah. not. So, like, what's the intention behind it? Are they going to, did they just friend you to insult you? <laughs> or is it someone who's like, hey, that was fun. That was a good match. Meet your yeah. games. I think we can learn off of each other here. Yeah, We're at the we, same level. Yeah, we can do the, that. Um, the 80 gold quest when it comes yeah. up. You know, have another friend in Hearthstone. What's that iron sharpens iron thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So to me, being able to just get a message right away, knowing the person's intentions, I'd rather just see that. If someone is going to insult me, I'd rather just see it and then, okay, deny request, rather than thinking like, oh, maybe this person wants me a friend, <laughs> and I accept, and then, then they, they insult, insult me, you. now i got to go remove them. Or they send it, or you finish the game, I log off, they still have a screen open, so they send me a friend request. You get it tomorrow. I get it tomorrow. I have no idea who <laughs> it's from. Yeah, part. who is this? And then for the rest of, you know, my life, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> All right. So how about this? Uh, a compromise in there would be that, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Bob1379 mm-hmm. uh, has sent you a friend request. And there's a little plus. So you could, if you wanted to, right. read the message. Yeah, but by know, default, that. Yeah. it's hidden. It's hidden. You can click to show it or you can just dismiss it. And then you would also need to include report options. Yeah. For mature language, yeah. spam, all that other stuff. Yeah. That's a great idea. And also some account options for how people can send you friend requests. Meaning what? Like, Well, for example, you might decide that you don't ever want to friend someone from Hearthstone because you don't know them, right? You okay. might say, like, you know, you and I, we go to meetups, we meet real people, and then we add people to friends list. Sure. So you might go, okay, well, my rule is I only want to friend people I know in real life. Okay. So I'm just not interested in getting any invites from someone that I just happen to be randomly matched to, but I'm fine with somebody adding me as a friend, you know, or even just some sort of notification like, hey, you have a friend request from this person who you played in Hearthstone. Now that I like a little bit of a expanded, like, you know, this, you, you know, you played five games together in Hearthstone yeah. or, you, or, you know, you quested together in WoW. Or, or this person is in your guild or you, yeah. you were just in a dungeon with this person. Yeah. Something. An activity list. Yeah. Recent history. Yeah. yeah recent yeah. history. Yeah. I was kind of thinking like when you go to LinkedIn, you can't just automatically add somebody to your network in LinkedIn if you don't know them. Right. A lot of times you have to verify that you know them by answering questions, providing an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you work together, how long did you work? So there's there's some, it's not just blanket ad. But I was kind of thinking at first that that's what you're going to go with, but I like your idea better of showing me recent history. Like what, you know, okay, you just finished playing three games of Hearthstone with this person. You just ran a dungeon with this person. You just played five matches in Overwatch with this person. Uh Yeah. Or you played against them. You know, who knows why? But that's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, we're not alone in having the ideas that, that Blizzard can improve on their social uh, abilities within the games. Chai T says, like, in Overwatch, let him queue in so after the match is over, it'll ping him. We kind of talked about that before. That's the yeah, quarter yeah, yeah. thing. Like, hey, yeah. you just finished a match. I'm, I'm, you know, I want to play. And he also, he wants to see a match info where he can see how much time is left in a match uh, without joining it. That's interesting. 
Is yeah. that like in Hearthstone, you can spectate a game if you want to play with somebody and say like, all right, well, I'm just going to watch them play. And then when they're done, I'll ask them to play. And um, what would be the equivalent in HOTS? See, it's difficult in HOTS uh, unless, see, every map has an objective. Yeah. So you kind of could say, okay, in this particular match, um, they have to have, I don't know, it's almost like you're looking at a scoreboard. You know, so you can see kind of where they're at. But the problem is, in a lot of the matches in Hots, they can actually go for a long time. Yeah, they can because... go for a long time, and sometimes you know, we've had games where it looks like one team is ahead, and the other team just sneaks up and takes the core. Yeah, yeah. Or you have something where one team is ahead on the balance of the percentage, and then the other team goes and it gets offset, and now right, right. You know, so it would definitely be harder in Hots to do something like that. In in you know in yeah, unless they added some sort of spectator mode. Yeah, which I think we've, you know, if we go back years in our podcast, uh, Hoofit was on asking for a spectator mode in, in World of Warcraft many, many years ago. Oh, yeah, for arena? For Yeah, anything. For yeah, yeah. for not just arena, but also for uh, ratings. You can, you know, you can oh, watch yeah, someone yeah, do rating. a raid yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it was very cool. Um, but, yeah, maybe a spectate mode would be kind of cool just to jump in and see, okay, what are they doing? How are they doing in the game? Yeah, okay, it looks like they're going to be in a while. I'm just going to go peace out. Or, hey, this should be done in a couple minutes. So, yeah, that's a good idea just across all games. And a Spy Hunter said cross-faction battle tag invites for dungeons or raids. Just put an orc or human mask on the invited person. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great idea. It's funny, but we, uh, we, we do something like that already. In uh, the battlegrounds, do oh, that. true, yeah. Uh, to balance it out, you could actually be put on the opposite faction's battleground uh, team. So, but you know, we asked Blizzard to do all these things, and we kind of have to take the finger and kind of point it back on ourselves. I know they're increasing the cap of your friends that you can add, but when you have you know a hundred plus people on your friends list, kind of have to look at how many of those people do you play with regularly? Yeah, they, or, it, or socialize with even. Yeah, a lot of times we just say yes to say yes because you don't want to offend somebody. Now, now, now you have 100 to 200 people in your friends list, and who are these people? Yeah, who are they? So you want to look at, are you making an effort to join a party whenever possible? And I know sometimes we just want to unwind. You also got to remember we're there to socialize. Yeah. So time you put in playing with somebody who's acquaintance, that acquaintance might turn into a friendship. And I'm really bad at that. <laughs> really, yeah. I'm really <laughs> bad at it. I got to get better at that. Yeah. So I, that, that's on me. And, um, you know, do you chat with people on your friends list? You know, if you add them, then obviously there is a connection there. Like, you should not feel embarrassed or feel shy about just saying, like, hey, what's up to anybody who's on your friends list. And I'm guilty about this. You know, I don't do it as much as I should. And, uh, and then ask yourself, do you even know whoever on your friends list is? You know what's funny? I have some people on my friends list that are well known in the WoW podcasting and just the WoW community. And I look there and I go, "Wow, that's that's that person." I don't want to bother them. <laughs> they're probably busy doing whatever they do, even though it says they're available. <laughs> are they really? So it's just it's one of those. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. That's that's my luggage. That's my baggage. That's on me, as I said before. I do want to stress one thing. With this whole idea that we just said, everything about uh, the social things that Blizzard can improve on in the game, you said it very well. It's on us as well. There's not a single thing that we talked about that could not be mitigated through another social tool. 
like sending somebody a text, calling them. <laughs> uh, you know, what? <laughs> go, going out of your, you know, going to the next room over and going, hey, did you want to play next? Right. You know? <laughs> uh, so don't, this is not something I just want to say Blizzard, this is all on Blizzard and Blizzard needs to fix all of this. It'd be nice to have these features in the game. But it's funny because we say these will all be really nice to have in the game. And then the very first thing we say is, as long as we have a way to turn it all off, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? We hate change. We want you to make these changes, but we also want an ability to turn those changes off. <laughs> so, <laughs> you follow, we're good. Right, right. But I've got a phone. I can text somebody. Sure. I can call somebody. I can you can IM whisper somebody. somebody, hey, I want to play the next game with you. <laughs> yeah. Just well, even if they don't see the whisper, which is one of the big you know issues we're talking about, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Well, it's, generally, they will once they leave the game, even if they don't see it in the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't oh, you don't know? No, I don't. But if you send me a, a text, I'll get it. If you send me, you know, an IM, I'll get it on my phone. I'm like, ah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And that might be the best way for some people. Like, I can. I mean, it still happens today when you get a raid team together and someone's late. What do you do? Yeah, call them. You know, where's our tank? Call the tank. Oh, the tank's on his way home. He's stuck in traffic. Oh, great. Now we're going to stay in here for a half hour. Let's go run dungeons or something. So that part still needs to be part of the game. Outside of the game, this is what I'm saying. So I just don't want to lean on Blizzard for every single solution that we can easily do already if That's we just true. took, you know, ownership of that issue ourselves. That's very true. Now, one quick note about knowing who everyone on your friends list is. I don't know how many people use the set friend note feature yeah i used to and then i made a mistake in making cryptic notes like i'll remember what this means <laughs> and now i'm you like gotta, yeah i'm like bot my, donuts what <laughs> i don't <laughs> minor i make notes for everyone on my friends list and i'm afraid to know what mine says <laughs> <laughs> well not you obviously <laughs> oh thanks but now you singled me out <laughs> great i feel but they're very explicit like if i ever log in and i get a request that i'm sure it was sent when i was offline I'll make a note. I'll put a question mark. I'll put the date. <laughs> wow. And then I'll make it a point to say like, hey, where'd I know you from? And then I'll update the friend note. If it's someone from Twitter, I'll put that. put their Twitter handle. Wow. If I know it. Okay. If it's someone I met on a meetup, I'll put meetup where we met, the date. Jeez. I know. Because I rotate people out. I'll be honest. Like, if I add someone through a Hearthstone matchup and I see that note, like I added this person five months ago. And we haven't talked we since. We haven't talked, yeah. haven't played. It's like, ah, I don't really need to keep them around. But it's also a way of just, you know, not being afraid of messaging someone, like not being like, oh, I, I knew who this was and I forgot. Because as soon as you make friends, you just be like, okay, well, I met them on this. You make a friend note. And then the next time, you know, it's so, not embarrassing to message them. <laughs> no, no, it's not. So, okay, I think what also you need to start doing, it's already in there. Uh, you need to do like once every year uh, a broadcast message that just says, if you don't reply to this message, <laughs> I'm going to remove you from my friends. Nothing personal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Deleting my Facebook. Clean up my friends list. So if you don't see this, then you're not on my friends list anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't see this, you're not on my friends list. I love that. No, that's great. No, that's fantastic. If you're not here, speak up. You know, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, but also, so all those, the tools, you know, you can upgrade a battle.net uh, request to a real ID request. Yes, yeah. So I've done that. Like, if I know someone's battle tag, and then maybe I meet them in person at BlizzCon, 
you know, where we start chatting and get to the point where it's like I'm cool with exchanging real names, I'll send in that that friend request because I'm more likely to remember somebody's name than Sparkles. You know, yes and no, uh, because there's still, I mean, unless, unless, I mean, when I told you Squinty's eyes name, you, you're like, no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. And you, and you're just like, nah, that's true. Some people battle tags are very, very, uh, yeah, their handles are them. I do have like five Amandas on my friends. That's list, way too so. many. You only need one. Really? Seriously. Cut down. That's on what this. my com- no, comments no. are for. Just. <laughs> Yeah, Amanda number one, Amanda number two, Amanda with the purple hair. <laughs> so don't be afraid to be social with the tools we already have, with improved tools that we might get from Blizzard or just existing outside of the game tools like texting and phoning somebody. All of Blizzard's titles are social games, but it's up to us as players to really make them social. Happy Winter Vale, Frank. Happy Feast of Winter Vale. Yes. yes, yes, the feast is upon us. Go get your presents while coming up here soon. On Christmas. On Christmas, get the yeah. presents. Don't try to open them early. Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. They'll be booby-trapped. Yeah. No, they won't, but they should be. <laughs> <laughs> Big thanks to Chai T and to Spy Hunter for their uh, comments today. That was, you know, making sure that we're all aligned with the same ideas. That's kind of cool. And we want to thank our friends on Facebook. Our followers on Twitter, and uh, don't forget to check out uh, photos from Pootmas. Pootmas 2016. 2016. They're on, on, yeah. It's on my Twitter. Roots Twitter, Hearthcast Root. That's me. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network.